Welcome to Indie Game Business, where you'll learn to navigate the industry with ease. This show is produced by the Powell Group, the leading business consulting firm in the game industry. Visit us online at IndieGame.Business to get your free pass to our next digital event coming December 8th, 9th, and 10th, where you'll have more great sessions you can participate in for free and inexpensive passes to our industry-leading digital business-to-business meeting system. Also, make sure to donate to Extra Life. We've got a link down below in the description, or you can even join the Indie Game Business Extra Life team. That link is down in the description as well. Here we go, Indie Game Business. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, I'm Logan, and uh, I'm the CEO of Arcus Key. We based in Beijing, and uh, thank you Dan, thank you Jay, give us this opportunity to see each other. And uh, I want to share some informations with you guys. And uh, this is very interesting part. I won't take uh, you guys too long on it. And I know most of you indie players and also indie developer. We are also indie developer. We used to be developer. And I know what you are thinking about. And uh, for the Western culture and the uh, global market, I think it's not my uh, expertise. But for the China market and the Chinese player, yes, we know that. And we can share some information with you guys. And by the way, we also is uh, some the publisher, the Western publisher, is we are there as the agency for the PR marketing and consulting for the China market. Yeah, let's go for it. And this presentation document that generated by us, uh, I already shared with Jay and Dan. You can contact them to get this uh, file, or you can if I'm going to LinkedIn, you could see and ask any questions. And uh, for right now, if you guys have questions, please leave it to on the comment and I can see it anytime I will answer your question. It will last, I think, 40 minutes or 15 minutes. So let's go to the first one. Why we choose this topic? A lot of our friends uh, yes, told me that, hey, Logan, uh, this topic is kind of a, it's very interesting, but it's annoying for publisher. Uh, yes, I, I said yes, yes, is with eyes being licensed or without eyes being licensed. For publisher, it's different. For developer, the topic is also developing. And uh, we want you to know the basic rule. That's what we, why we write this kind of a file. We actually did a lot of articles and uh, did a lot of talks for Western friends and indie developer and also for this indie publish and for friends to talk about the China basic rule. At the very beginning, it's not goes very well. <laughs> it, it, I, I know why it's not goes very well, because it's, the culture is different. The basic rule is different. So I write several articles on LinkedIn, and now a lot of friends know it. And we want to share it with you guys, and you could share with your friends. So it's just like this. Let's move on. Uh, so in this talk, I will give you eight parts. First, the introduction of ourselves, and then is the Chinese player types. That's very important. 
is Aries the ground, you know, and then the potential sales for Indigate in China, because everybody's question, China has a huge user base for mobile IOK and also for PCK, but how much sales we could drive in China, in China, this is a region. So that's what we are going to talk about, I'll give you some example. And then we're giving you several basic rules in China, for example, how Chinese player download and play game that's from overseas. That's a, that means that that game don't have any license. And uh, if you want a good China market, do you really need an ISPN license or not? And when, which platform, what's a target, what's a goal, why you do this? So there's a second. And then is, uh, uh, can we do marketing if we don't need ISPN license? Is that okay or legal? Okay, if this three basic idea, philosophy, you know it, then let's go to the detail, different that you can promote your game. So that's our, this kind of a basic information for you guys. And the last one is how Arcus Key to the marketing and PR for our client and also for our friends. We give you some examples, you could check it. And also I list several must have since for your game, then you go to China market. Otherwise, it will be a disaster. Actually, it will be a disaster, even for Chinese indie studio. So the first one is about the introduction ourselves. I'm Logan Liu. You can find me in the LinkedIn. We have several people based in China, and also we have our global account manager based in London and David Clark, and you could also talk with her. And we used to, to used to be the indie developer, where we developed uh, several games and also self-published it on Steam. For example, the Blizzard VR and also the Glider. And uh, we know what is indie developer really need. And uh, we know what, what's your concern. And uh, when you are so desperate to want to promotion the game and also you want to get the fund we totally 100 percentage understood that and uh, several years ago when i go to attend the gamescom and a friend told me that said, logan can you help me to uh, uh, promotion my game in china but we are indie well we don't think we can get isbn licenses do you think we need it so we help them to do that but later, more and more friends came to us set up what why new business for us. I think, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So that's what, what where we start. And so right now, Arcus Key is a marketing and a PR agency. We have two offices based in Beijing and also based in London. Yeah, you could took both ones. So we have Chinese people. Also, we have Western culture. For you, uh, is to open the door for you to marketing, PR, and uh, whatever we do is not just uh, bluffing for the budget for marketing. We don't do that because for indie game, the sales is not too much compared with the mobile game. So we will provide you a cost effective way. This way, this method, we do it for ourselves. And uh, also my friends, the Chinese studio friends, also do this for themselves. So in China, it's 
like the basic rules, and everyone almost know it. And、uh, we just、uh, do different as you as we go to the Western culture market. We also need you guys help. It's the same. It's the same. Okay, let's move on the next. This is a basic. It's very basic. Most of the people don't understand it. And、uh, Chinese gamer types, we have a、uh, three types. One type is we call is a hardcore player. It's very key because hardcore player that means that they have a lot of games in Steam library, and they have a lot of game on the PlayStation and also Nintendo Switch, and they know how to download and play game overseas. They know how to use VPN. They play games very much, and they talk about it. So that's hardcore player, and we calculated it. It's about seven million hardcore player on Steam. And the install base of PlayStation Four is two point two million. We do that last year. We calculated that last year. The install base for Nintendo Switch is almost more than one million, and still growing fast. So that that's it. And people also asking about the Xbox, but sadly, Xbox sales is very low in China. I have a friend, and he did a. He is also the Chinese developer. He published a game on the Xbox, but just sells thousands copies. Just sells copies. So, for the Steam, for the PlayStation, for the Nintendo Switch, you know the user base for the hardcore player. Then we go to the medical player. Medical player is almost like、uh, they have Steam account overseas international version, but. In the account, they only have a several game, just like for example, PUBG is so popular in China. Lego Legend, Dota, that's all. I have a lot of my friends is is a midcore player. They don't play the indie game too much. So for this kind of a player, they usually like to buy a game but don't play it and leave it on their Steam library and.、Uh, They don't talk too much about the game, and they don't visit the game video game press very often. But、uh, the user base is too much. They have uh, almost sixty、uh, million for the midcore player. So if you are hardcore game, you are indie game, the hardcore player is definitely we're going to pitch. You're going to it is your audience target audience, and you want to sell more. And like more broadcasting, right? More coverage, and more people know your game. You need to go to the midcore player. That's all. How about the casual player? Casual player is like the mass market. It's not for PC and console game. It's for the mobile game. It's just like that.、Uh, if your game also have the version for the mobile, for example, the Human Fall Flat. It sells very good in China, and that is definitely the casual players. So if you have mobile game, go for it. The casual players is yours. You can expand your sales very well in China. So this is a basic. It's very ground all the basic rule in China. Hardcore players, they know everything, just like developer, 
and it, you 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 could say that they, they don't develop the game, but they know how to access the overseas platform and do everything. And also, they have a Steam account and a Nintendo Switch account, and also every corner and IGN account. They read Twitter, might maybe every day, and they are medical player, and then is casual player. So people usually will think about it. Okay, Logan, at the very beginning, and which audience we are going to pitch firstly? I would very carefully because we need to go to the hardcore player firstly, then medical player, then casual player. You cannot go to the medical player or casual player firstly because this will be a disaster because your comments will change if you go to different way. We have a friend that uh, he also located in Beijing. He sells her, his game is a console game and sells very good, but the comments is disaster. And we talk about it. He regretfully to talk this to me that Logan, we, we did it wrong. We, we cannot go ex- make the exposure too much to the casual player because they don't have the patience to listen what you're talking about. So that's a basic rule. And uh, then we go to this one. What's your potential sales? So this sales is a recording is uh, of the uh, 2019, 2018, that's in China. This is all Chinese made indie game on Steam. They don't have the global publisher. And that means uh, uh, they do marketing by developer themselves, mostly. And uh, that also means most of the sales come from China region. So I list this to you guys. You could check what is your potential sale in China if you do it very good. But before that, when we get a game, get a game from our friend, uh, the first thing we do is to check is that game's flavor is suitable China or not. Chinese uh, player, Chinese users, I hate to see this, but it's true. I hate to see this. Uh, most of the players is not so well educated. So they don't uh, understand too much about the game and don't have patience. They, we call it angry players. And uh, we should treat all the marketing and uh, treating them very carefully. And so that means if your game is suitable for Chinese player, it's good. And you have a highly potential to reach like this one. So you can check the first one. The Chinese made game have a two million copies sold. And uh, oh, this all is only the PC, the recording, the Steam recording. We didn't uh, calculate the Nintendo Switch or we didn't calculate the mobile. Mobile definitely more than this. I read a newspaper that uh, I think is uh, several months, two months before that the human for flood to mobile sales three million, more than three million in China. So this is uh, re- all the number in this file is only PC and a console. I will tell you why later. So it's just like this. Contact us and or thank your other Chinese friends to check your game is suitable for China or not. We also have other friends. And I remember a Russian friend told me that is my game suitable for China? I checked the game 
And I said, sorry about that. This game is so Western culture, the story, and the uh, how to say the graphic, the art. So Chinese people they may like it, but only the hardcore player will like it. Medical player and casual player they don't understand your game. So that means we are limited yourselves in China. Yeah, you still could try, but you don't need to do the payment marketing in China. So that's what it is. So when we doing our business, we'll be honest to our clients and our friends to what potential sales in China. It's just a guess, but we have some of that expertise. And then this is very interesting. This is a basic rule. And uh, they, everyone will, will ask, how does a Chinese player download and play video game from overseas? The Steam right now is accessible in China, but maybe later they cannot. Who knows? And uh, what is going to do for Chinese player? So I will say that you don't you really don't need to worry about that because a uh, hardcore player they know how to access overseas game. They have VPNs. You don't worry about that. And uh, for other game, for example, I give this example for you. Uh, for mid tier player, and uh, this is a picture from one of my friends' uh, that uh, coffee bar. He opened that coffee bar. He is owner, and uh, in China Spring Festival, I go there to check and take a picture. So in this picture, it's played in PUBG. Everyone is played in PUBG. Those uh, player. Definitely need is a mid-tier or casual-tier player because most of them are students. They, they, they don't have money to buy any computer or like that. Uh, they just uh, go to the coffee bar to play PUBG. PUBG is so popular in China, but you know what? PUBG don't have any ISBN license in China. Yes, PUBG don't have any ISBN license in China. But all the Chinese players still could access it and play it. Is this illegal? Yes. How? Because in China, we have a special VPN. We call it a game-only VPN. That is uh, the product of a big company like Tencent, like the NetEase. They only can be the booster of your game. That's legal. So on the left, a screenshot is, is a picture of the game booster requires a special VPN. All the bar owners, coffee bar owners, use this to help their the clients to play the PUBG. So you could, from this, you will know. So don't worry about it, how Chinese player could access overseas to play or download a game. It's easy, it's a comfortable way, yes. But it will be a question. Hey, Logan, if we are the mobile game, would we also do this same thing? But sorry about it. Because mobile game is a casual player. Casual player, they play mobile. They, they don't have the, like the Steam account. They, they, they don't play the PC game or console game. But in the mobile, it's very hard for the mass market to download a VPN and to play it, you know. So for mobile game, you 
definitely should to apply a ISBN license and put it on the local distribution platform and also the Apple Store. I will talk it later. So this is also for PC and the console, right? Okay, then it's going is is here. When do you need a license, and when not? ISBN license only control the local distribution platform. That means if you put your game on the Steam International, Grimman Gaming, Epic Store, or Switch, PlayStation 4, and 5, you don't need a license, just like PUBG. If you put your game on Wii Game, that belongs to Tencent. Steam China, that belongs to Perfect World, or Tencent Switch, or PS4 China, or all the mobile platform, Apple Store, TubTub, you definitely need ISBN license. So this is a basic, this is a very basic. And why is it coming like this? It's because according from the previous, the, the, the player's segment and what's their, the, how they play the game, how they access and how they do the daily activity is just like that. So this is basic rule. If you are a PC and console, just go for it. If you are mobile, you should get the ISBN license. Or any license will, application will last, uh, I think, more, almost uh, one year, eight months or more than one year. So you need to calculate the uh, ratio of the investor for ISBN license for your mobile game. Then the question is, uh, okay, we are PC game, we are console game, and uh, we don't have a license. We also put it on the Steam. We could drive sales, and the Chinese player could access and play and uh, download it, right? Is it legal that uh, we do marketing in China without the license? This, this is this is uh, some basic rules that we explain a lot of times for our Western friends. Yes, it's legal, but it's on different situation. ISBN license controls the local. Uh, distribution platform, right? But how about for the marketing? Who controls the marketing and the streaming? So China government have a list. Uh, we call it, we locally we call it the China government streaming block list. That means uh, they will list some game. They really don't like it and it is forbidden in China. So for example, the list will generate it, I think it's monthly or, or, or every three months. And they will send it to the government, will send it to the streaming platform, for example, announcement, uh, some game, for example, the GTA cannot be do any video or streaming in this platform. It will be a list there. So if your game is in that list, you need to check. For example, if you are tier one listed game, uh, that means the reason the block, the reason is a politic. Uh, you 100% is blocked. Nobody could help you. There are three games on that list. I don't want to say it. I hate it. <laughs> we are Chinese. And uh, there is also tier two listed game on that list. That means it's uh, kind of a too bloody or too gore and uh, the, the the head chop is like that. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, we also do that game before, <laughs> and uh, in that list, yes, uh, you cannot do streaming on Bilibili or Douyu. 
but you still can have the press coverage. You still could attend the events. Check this picture. This this picture is GTA, the developer of GTA. They attended the Chinese local events called G Fusion. It's so great. It's coming from G Core, and also the Chinese biggest um, press also make this GTA coverage. So if your game is just a blood and gore, you could do uh, marketing, for example, press and events. That works, that really works. And if your game is not in the government streaming block list, congratulations, you are free to do all of the marketing you want, including the streaming, including the video, including the video content creator, you could contact them and do everything like the interview. It's okay. This is okay. So this is the basic. This is several things that I talked about is a basic rule in China. I will go straight again and you could know it. Chinese player, hardcore player, they are comfortable access overseas store, but a mobile player, that means casual player, cannot, right? It's legal. And the second is the ISP license only needed if you are a mobile game or you want to put your PC and console game on the. And then is if you don't have an ISP license, your PC and console game, if you are not in the tier one listed uh, of the block list, you still could do press and event coverage. And if you are not in the list, you could do all kinds of a coverage if even you didn't have the ISBN license. It's just like this. This is a basic rule. Okay, then we we'll go to very detail. You might, uh, everyone, if you are a publisher or, or you are a PR agency, you might have very interested about the several pages here. And this is the channels in China, how to broadcast a game. And uh, China have the same philosophy. But we have a different channels. For example, China have the three biggest streaming platforms. It's just like this. We have Douyu, we have Huya, we have Bilibili. Douyu and Huya is like the Twitch. They do streaming mostly and not the recording. And Bilibili is just like YouTube. Most of the video content creators, they will edit the video and post it on the Bilibili. Yeah, this is Bilibili. So it's growing so fast. If your game is coming China, definitely need this three platform, you need to go for it, right? Okay, then it's about the content creators. We call it a streamer. We call also call it a video, uh, video content creators, or we call it apps. It's all every name is here, and uh, I will give you three streamers. It's our friends as an example, and uh, you will know their the. Coverage subscribers number, you will know it. For example, the tier one video content creator on the Bilibili. And this tier one, first one, have the um, 14 subscribe 14 million subscriber. It's very huge. It's very huge. It's even more than the all population in some country, right? And the second is tier two video content creator. They have 2.3 million subscribers. And how about tier three?
You've got to check out our Discord at discord.gg slash business. It's an amazing community of over 3,500 other industry experts. We've got developers, publishers, marketing and PR firms, investors, so, so many, so many. It's safe and supportive place to network and to talk to experts. You can learn more about the business of games or you can share what you know with others. We have exclusive workshops on perfecting your pitch deck, finding a publisher and more. Remember, it's discord.gg slash indie game business. We have three levels for the streamer. And tier one levels, they have uh, this kind of a huge, like uh, more than 10 million subscribers on Bilibili or on the Douyi. They are huge. They are really huge. And uh, the tier two streamer, our friends, they have uh, almost like this one, 2.3 million subscribers. And how about tier three? Tier three streamers, usually they have uh, 300 thousands of subscribers so the streamer campaign is very good in china you definitely need to go to it that's right okay i will be some quick about everything and then is your video game press and the media video game is a lot of video game in china and we have hardcore player and also media core and also the casual industry and also the mass market the, this kind of media um, video game we usually only go to the several, for example, 20 or 30 of it as a hardcore uh, player, because just uh, what I say at the very beginning, you need to choose your target audience. If you choose these zeros, then you, you cannot go to the mass market press at the very beginning. You, you understand me? If you go for that, your comments may go to the review will be very bad on the social media and platform. So go to the hardcore player press and media firstly, and then midcore, and then casual. Is that that's what we do for our clients? That's what we do for ourselves. And uh, this is the press and the media. Then we go to the trade events. Three events in China, and you need to go. China Joy is so huge. But a China Joy, I don't recommend for the indie game because they are just a China company is shooting muscles like Tencent. It doesn't work for the indie game to attend it. It's too expensive. And the second is G Fusion. G Fusion is the owner of the G Core, the press do it. So they're very high quality. It's in Beijing and May. And also they have the second event, the third event in different cities. And then the we play, right? Is we play. We play is uh, in uh, Shanghai. It's in uh, Shanghai at the end of the year. So these three, uh, G Fusion, I recommend G Fusion and we play in China. And then I will go to the, what's the social media and chat apps. We have three and Weibo, just like Twitter in China. You definitely need to go. You know what? Every influencer, every game press median, they have a count on the Weibo. You know, it's not only the website they have, they have a count in Weibo. 
Herbert is a WeChart and QQ. WeChart and QQ is like the private, let's uh, talking about it. If you have some very deep uh, articles for the, for example, interviews for, for example, review of a game, and you, you could go to the WeChart. And how about QQ? QQ is only, we usually do this for the customer service. For example, you are, your, you are a multiplayer game and uh, you need to hold your customers, as a, maintain your customer. You need to have a QQ in China to do it. And this one. And then we go to the short apps in China, just like TikTok. Yeah, that TikTok. And uh, this is an informal bio game because their target, this channel, only targeted the mobile game, casual players. So if you have a mobile game, you, you will definitely need ISBN license. You might also need to sign a picture and they will help you to buy the advertising and also on these short apps. First one is TikTok, we call it Douyin in China. The owner is ByteDance. It's the same owner of the uh, TikTok. And the second is Kuaiso. And the uh, last one is uh, Weisi. Okay, then let's go to the mass press and also median. So this is also for casual player because uh, if you, all the audience in this uh, mass press and the median, they might don't know how to use VPN. They might don't have any Steam. They might don't hear, they might don't heard about the Steam. So if you are mobile game, go for it. If you're not a mobile game, this one. And uh, then we will go to several things that's uh, how we do our marketing and PR for our clients and the friends. And forget about the left words. It's kind of an all the philosophy is the same. Just uh, read the right side because the right side is a must have when you come to China. For example, if you are a multiplayer game, you must have a good server. And for some of my friends, they put their server in Hong Kong and they didn't do any optimize for the server. That doesn't work. Hong Kong server, if they don't do any optimize, doesn't work. We used to be developer. We, we know how to do it. So you need to build a tunnel from Hong, Hong, Hong Kong and Shenzhen just like this. And the second one is that if you are multiplayer, you need to build a lobby system to invite friends. Um, because the streamer, when we do a streamer campaign, and uh, the streamer will invite the other streamer to join. If you don't have that, some streamer will give up. We 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 have the case study that we do it for um, one of my friends, and uh, their big streamer, they they just said, okay, Logan, we will do it. But later, uh, she found it, hey, there is no lobby system. I cannot invite other of my friends to join me. So, so I quit, you know, it's so sad, it's so sad. So lobby system is must have. And uh, re please remember that the thing, remote play together, that doesn't work in China. That doesn't work in China. So don't use that for Chinese. And the third must have is in-game content localization. If your game doesn't have any in-game content localization, I recommend that don't do any marketing because if you do more marketing, well, for example, you, you are in a demo, you cannot do the localization in a demo, right? In a demo, don't do the Mars coverage, just selected press 
to our interview. That's all. Because if you do more broadcast without localized content, there will be more negative review on the Steam. It's a sad story. Yeah. And uh, the must have, uh, the fourth one is uh, the Steam page should be localized and you should choose one Chinese name. Do, do you must have a Chinese name? It's hard to say because according to our feedback from uh, from our exper experience that uh, if you don't have a Chinese name and the Chinese press, all the Chinese players and the streamers, the audience, when they talk about it, they don't know how to describe English, right? And uh, they will pick a name they want to talk about it again. And so you will have uh, 10 or 20 names in China social media platform. And uh, when the real audience to check it on the stage, they cannot find you again, you know? So it's, it's waste of coverage. It's waste of coverage, okay? So then we go to, if you do this before, and then we go to the second. Second is uh, we will do some interview for your uh, for the developer that's by the core game press and also we will invite the bdbd streamer to uh the to the live streaming or video recording for you so this one is an example of the rock book we do the we did is uh, build the connections with the g core and the Gar and richard garfield and also the jean michel the the rig book uh, developer and if you do this, you also need the selected press review and selected streamer coverage. Don't do too much because at the very beginning, it's before launch. It's just before launch. Don't do too much. And then when launch, do everything you could do. Do everything you could do. You need to do all the press and the media coverage on the social media and also on the um, website and also on the creators on the Steam. And you need to create the streamer campaign on Bilibili, Douyu, and Huya. You also need to do a social media campaign. We call it a social media lottery campaign. And if you are a big company, you want to set up a long-term goal, you could also open uh, your account on the Weibo, just like a, just like a developer. And uh, if you, uh, long term, uh, for example, you if you have very good uh, return in the, from the China sales, you could also think about to attend China local events, for example, Gfusion, and we play just like that. And uh, this, okay, thank you guys. This all information in this PDF. And if you want more, you contact David Clark, or also you could contact me on the LinkedIn. And uh, sorry about it at the beginning, the, the stream yard connection is not good. So the, the, this is uh, in China, the channel is different. The connection for stream yard is not good. And for, okay, let me read some questions from you guys. Mm. Okay, there's one from the Michel Wagner, and hey, Logan, I recently published my thesis on the how indie developer crisis in China. So there's amazing to hear. How do you see the launch of Steam China affecting access of Intel International Steam 
in future. So Steam China, that's a very good question. I think you will uh, read it. And a lot of news about China. Steam China is uh, organized by the Perfect World. Perfect World signed a contract with the the, the, the international of uh, Steam. So we think that uh, just remember, Steam China's competitor is not Steam International, as uh, Wei Game that belongs to Tencent. So is uh, two competitors in China. One is Wei Game, is one is uh, Steam China. All the game put on the two local um, platform, you need an ISBN license. So this one actually is the is another topic that do you need uh, the license or not for an indie game? Uh, I can I can could say this more because uh, a lot of uh, games they don't have a still could drive license. Still, sorry, still could drive sales. They just like this. We wish this in China will. Do very good in China because we want uh, the way game to also very good in China. That means our users they know indie game, they know hardcore player more and more, and they want to play it. We we want that, but the reality is we let's to see, let's see. Okay. So, any other questions? If you have, just send us email or contact us on the LinkedIn or on the Discord that Dan generated. I think it's all. I will leave the leave this to Dan. Hi Dan, I think it's done. Hello? Sorry about that. Yeah, thank you so much, Logan. This was awesome and amazing information. There is a channel in the Discord where uh, people can come in and ask questions. If you haven't checked out our Discord anyways, discord.gg slash indie game business. Um, yes. So of is, course. There, is there anything I'm going else? To check it. Yeah. It, uh, let's see. Um, what is, there's also a help desk in there. So if somebody's having issues, there's called the Metamask help desk. Uh, let's see, post, post session chat. That's where the uh, the questions will be asked over here in the uh, Discord server. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here's some from Supervin. Uh, can you show some examples of games which are suited for the Chinese? Okay, market? that's a very good question. I. Could you also? I need to share screen, right? Wait, wait, wait a moment. I'm going to share my screen. Sure. So this is a very good question. Uh, which kind of game is uh, suitable for China? Which is not? And I think uh, the, the solution to know that answer is very simple. Yet you just need to check uh, the streaming platform. Which game stream mostly? That game is suitable for China. You know, uh, we have a list uh, that's uh, all the audit Chinese streamer and uh, we are going to share with our friends and the clients I think uh, open it right now and uh, for example for for example if a game is goofy if a game is kind of a funny to play for example the animal party for human for flood for example the uh, total accurate battle is just like that that is suitable for Chinese player. That's a suitable for Chinese. And I'm going to share 
is here. Could you guys see this one? This list. This list is that uh, auditor influencer that uh, we 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 send it to our client as a reference. And this breakdown is all the influencer in China and the street platform. And uh, this column is about the what game this street did and the audience flavor. So you could check this, for example, the Temple parties, the Human for Flat, Party Animal, and PUBG is very good. And just like Hitman, the Burning Star, and the Super Bunny Man, and like that is very good. So a lot of information here. And uh, you check just check the streaming platform, you will know the answer. Yeah. Hi, Dan. I think uh, any other answer? Any other questions? Sorry. Uh, do you want do you want me to add you to the stream here, Jay, and then uh, I can switch over to the next one? There you are. Oh, You're I live, guess Jay. no. Oh. Yes. <laughs> hey, Logan. Hold on one second. Hey, Jay. All right, there we go. So, hey, I, thank you so much for doing this. I mean, that's, I, I know it's late and I know you've got to find a little technical difficulty to get through it, but, you know, we greatly appreciate it. And so does the rest of the community here. So what is the, you had your email address on the, on the deck, right? If people have further questions. Yes, I send you the deck and you could share it with all, all the people. Yeah, exactly. So for, for those of you out there listening, we're going to send the decks from all of our speakers out to you. You do need to have either the free pass or the lecture pass. So basically, we know where to send it. Uh, and then we'll send it out as soon as the show is over for um, for, for this week. Sorry, I'm still drinking my coffee. It's it's early here this time. <laughs> so, so tell me this, Logan. What is it that you are most looking forward to in terms of upcoming releases in China. Most of what, pardon? The, the signal is not good, it's kind of a glitch here. It's okay. Which, which games are you looking forward to the most? Uh, which game is looking forward the most in China? Yeah. That's, you mean the indie game? Yes, exactly. And we lost Logan. <laughs> All right, so. Um, we're going to carry on here. So we've got, we are going through and getting everybody queued up. Next up we have, uh, let me look, cause it's been that kind of morning already. Uh, so Alfredo from Satoshi's games is going to be talking about Bitcoin assets, tokenization, micro rewards, and how they're going to shape the gaming industry. Hey, all right, no, Logan's back now. Yeah, sorry about it. The connection is not good. We are using VPN to connect the StreamYard right now in China. It's like this. Uh, what kind of games we are mostly looking forward? Uh, I would say that uh, we, we love indie game. All the indie game, we love it. We really love it. I have uh, more than thousands of games on my Steam library. Uh, we, we almost played everyone. And uh, we really want, uh, I have to see one thing that uh, I really want our previous game that Viking did could go to public. 
I have paid for that because we used to be developer. We did some run and it's makes that game almost dead. I will say sorry for all the players as you know we, we are doing we are not going to develop develop it anymore. And uh, so I want to say that uh, for the indie developers, or if you want to do a game, you just need to be patient and uh, don't give up. Really, don't give up. I think we've seen that has been very clear this year through a number of releases. You know, Among Us was out there for like two years before it really got, you know, picked up and and took off, and then. Even Valheim, everybody's like, oh, it came out of nowhere. It's like, no, it, it, it didn't. It was in development for like three years and, you know, we saw it. it it's a it's a very long game that we play, you know, here in, in the indie game world. You can't just jump in and assume everybody's going to be ready and you're going to make a ton of money day one. But it's it's very important. You know, one of the things that I've always talked about for, for years is you've got to have that long tail and especially as a develop as an indie developer, you've got to be able to maximize your revenue, and you know doing stuff like you went through today, and and you know opening up new markets that people don't typically think about and or don't know how to get into more more accurately. Uh, that's an absolute key. I mean, you've got to be able to. It's it's like having a a hedge fund or a stock market. Or, you know, you've got to have that diversified risk, and and doing a lot of the stuff, you know, in China and and all these other territories is, is absolutely key to that. Yes, I think is getting found is uh, very key for indie game, but it's uh, it's really hard to getting some fund because it's tricky. We also help with uh, uh, other of my friends that uh, they they used to have they are developing the mobile game. We we help them to connecting with a Chinese mobile publisher who could give a lot of MG or funding their game. But you know what? Because right now Chinese game the the mobile game the, the publisher they they will going to apply. The ISBN license. But ISBN license, the number, the total number is is kind of controlled by the government. That means it's a very limited resource and a treasurable resource for everyone. All the publisher will save it for their own. So if you want to get found in China right now, I think is you know, Jay, they will save it for themselves. It's just like that. And if you, they're only looking for established IP. If your game is well established IP, go to check with them and they will pay a lot of MG for you. If you are a new game or a new developer without any established IP background, honestly, it's very hard to get a funding. So how many, I know they're limited. How many numbers are they giving out Per month or per year, right now, we lost him again. All right, so we're gonna go. We're gonna let Logan have the rest of his evening at this point. So, if you've got any other questions, drop it over into the chat. Oh, wait, he's back. <laughs> hey, Logan, I was I was just wrapping up. So, yeah. real quick, then last question. I mean, do you know how many ISBN numbers they're handing out this year per month or per year or? what the rate is you mean the ISBN license yes sorry yes <laughs> uh i think uh, I, I i cannot remember number we did uh articles uh, on the we post the uh, articles on the linkedin about uh, 
how many of the numbers for the last year. And let, let, wait a moment, I'm going to uh, check and send it to you. And it, it's like this. We, we did all the calculations there. So to put it in perspective while Logan's looking that up, yeah, we get the updates every Monday from Steam and from Switch. And so you've got roughly 200, yes. 200 250 games launching every single week yeah. on Steam. And then Jay, another 40 to 50 did on you, Switch. Did you get the link? It's here. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can share it with everyone. And this is a very detailed information for you guys to check how many of the numbers that's uh, were listed uh, last year and the year before last year. We do some calculation. For example, I give you a total number of ISBN licenses for 2019 is uh, 1,570 as total. But for the overseas game, they only have 185. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it is pretty competitive. Yeah, you, you know what is, is very treasure and very precious uh, resource for all the publisher in China, the ISBN license. Most of it will only give to the established IP and keep it for themselves. Well, Logan, we appreciate you, you coming and sharing this knowledge and you know suffering through the technical issues. We thank you for it. And then you're, you're on our Discord. So if you know folks have questions, there's a post session chat yes. there, but then you know Logan's around anyway. We'll, we'll make sure he gets added to the guest of the show tag. So we're going to yes. step out for right now. You're going to have about four minutes of, of a bit of radio silence. And then Indy's coming back with our next talk, which is how Bitcoin's asset tokenization and micro awards will shape the industry with Alfredo Barcina from Satoshi's Game. So we'll be back soon. Thanks, Logan. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Thank you very much. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Indie Game Business. You can learn more about the show and our online business networking events at indiegame.business.